Hello friends, it's Phil. Today, I'm hoping that this episode may, for some of you, change your life, change your thinking, change the future. So, let's say over the last six months, the advancements of AI, which I've spoken about briefly in the podcast before, the advancements in AI have exploded, absolutely erupted. And let's say it's been coming a long time. And why has it all happened now? Well, my friends, the answer to that is in another podcast, probably in about 30 episodes. But for now, I thought I'd give you a little bit of an insight into the last 24 hours that I've had with my friendly content AI system. So let me just backfill some of the thinking around this. So I think last week I read an article by Richard Branson. And if you've never heard of Richard Branson, he's the guy behind Virgin. And uh, if I've never said before, or you didn't know, I worked for Virgin from the age of 16, probably till mm, late 20s, on and off. I worked in London for the Game Centre at 100 Oxford Street. I worked at the Marble Arch uh, Megastore, and I worked at the Tottenham Court Road entrance of the Megastore on Oxford Street. Um, I worked in Sheffield. And then I also worked all over the world, opening up megastores for Virgin, particularly around Europe and the United States. That was all before the digitalization of music, let's say. But I was reading this, oh, sorry, I almost got lost there, didn't I? Um, I was reading this article that's been produced by Richard Branson and uh, Kate Griggs from Dyslexic Thinking, I think, I'm not sure the organisation, but this article basically was saying that dyslexic minds, like mine, will have an ability to work with AI and know how to use it and know how to harness it, and know how to get the best of it, and how, know how to have a relationship with it, and know how to think about it, let's say. So I took that thinking, and keep in mind that my brilliant brain is partly dyslexic, let's say, and partly ADHD, or a blend of both, or a mix, or a soup, or a popcorn machine, whichever one you choose. Um, to analogize <laughs> popcorn machine on bad days soup on good days dynamic processing system on very good days so if you're still with me and i know i'm circling the plug hole metaphorically speaking on this podcast but i spent the day working with 
an AI content generator system. Won't tell you which one it is, because I guess they're all kind of the same and they're all kind of learning as we use them. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that I got thinking, right? Now, when when my brain, when my ADHD brain slash dyslexic brain chooses to hit an idea, when it chooses to focus in on an opportunity, when it chooses to analyze what it needs to do, it can work at absolute stealth pace, harvesting and gathering information and building at the same time. There's a great analogy, actually, that I quite like is that Reid Hoffman, who founded LinkedIn, um, often says that building a business is like jumping off a cliff with all the people and all the parts and no instructions and hoping that you build the plane before you hit the bottom and you fly away into the happiness. But the interesting thing is, is that my brain works a bit like that with ideas, with information. It kind of jumps off a cliff or it doesn't jump off a cliff. It probably jumps off, jumps off the mountain, really, of like Everest. It jumps off the top, assuming that there's a fairly long way to down to grow, to go. And as it falls, let's say, interesting metaphor, this one, but as, as my brain falls into an opportunity, it gathers and harvests and gathers and harvests and gathers and harvests and actions as it goes in order that at the end of it, it kind of comes out the bottom swingingly and survives. So as a little segue, actually, the way my brain processes down information, it goes up and down ladders and then it stops in certain rungs and it peels an onion. That's kind of a, a metaphor I use for how I think. So consider this popcorn machine meets ladders and onions meets AI. <laughs> really, the question is, who's going to win? Well, my friends, the simple summary was there was a, a kind of a unification. There was a learning. There was a kind of a very quick test and learn adoption process. Now, if you're wondering where this day of editing and working with AI got me, there's a whole new section on my website, allgardening.co.uk. If you look under thinking, there's a new section there called lawn care. And in the space of a day, I asked myself as many questions as I could think of to come up with 25 to 30 blocks. Now, the interesting thing is I asked the questions. I didn't ask AI to just write blogs about lawn care because that's really not the way people think. And it's certainly not the way to use AI to think. Because at the end of the day, AI can't think like humans. We're far too complex. But look, an ADHD dyslexic thinking brain can be hugely taking huge amounts of data, taking huge amounts of questions and come out with statements, identity places for, let's say, the AI system to start. <clears throat> so, worked like this. 
I decided that I wanted to frame a particular question. And keep in mind that I've spent 35,000 hours on lawns and met thousands of customers over the years. There are certain mannerisms, there's certain phrases, there's certain questions that customers ask, that people ask about having or how to have a better lawn and how to understand how a lawn works. And let's say post-COVID-19, lots and lots more people around the world are more interested in lawn care and their gardening generally. Not only because they could only do that with the lockdowns, but also for mental health reasons. It's always been known that a garden is a good place for the mind. Maybe that's the reason why I'm there. But look, so the day started like this, and keep in mind the popcorn machine, which is my head, started saying, right, how are we going to build a relationship, my friend, Mr. AI, or Mrs. AI, or person AI, or system AI, whatever we call it. But let's just say, to some extent, I chose to have a little bit of a relationship with it, which is kind of like, I'm going to ask a question. You're going to come back with some useful some useful comment content. And I'm going to judge your content because I think more powerfully than you, my friend. My brain, my ADHD dyslexic brain, thinks faster than you can type about what I want you to write now the thing about this is for me to write 25 30 pops what i'm thinking would take me a lifetime and if anything i'd be throwing my mac out the window regularly with frustration but this system was really effective so i came up with the phraseology what I wanted it. I had this idea in my head of what I wanted the blog to be about. And then I asked the question to my friend the AI. Back came something some relevance. And in some cases, interestingly enough, it's de- this particular system is determined to tell me that I'm living in America, which is all right, right? Because you're probably in America if you're listening to this podcast. But well, certainly there is an audience in America, but the it was obvious that even after using the same login on the same platform and editing the words that were spelled incorrectly, it still couldn't learn that I was in a different place. And maybe it should learn that I'm English. And maybe it should even ask, where are you from, mate? <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's where we got to. So we started off climbing a ladder of lawn care, asking all the obvious questions. How to look after lawn, what lawn mode to buy, when change to spark, lots of standard stuff, let's say. And interestingly, it took a little while for me to realize that in order to get the most out of the AI, I had to ask a question only I would think of, which is which kind of really fascinated me. Because if I asked a question like in a conventional way, you know, um, it would come back with vanilla content. Quite interesting. When I asked it in my kind of more neurodiverse kind of, hey, does the world look like this to you kind of question, 
it would come back with much more richer questioning content. If anything, it was kind of running itself down a kind of a discovery hole. Quite interesting, really. So anyway, so um, so it worked in three parts or four parts, this whole process. So I think I got to 29 blocks in uh, probably about three hours. So writing the subject line and having a little nurture in my head about SEO and keywords and indexing the page properly and tagging the page properly and putting the right image on the page. I had to do all of that bit. But I didn't have to think about what I already know, what I already knew, what I wanted the AI to answer the questions on. I just knew that if the, weirdly in my head, is like, there's so much information in it. There's so much data absorbed over the years. The most difficult thing is getting it out and layering it correctly. And all too often that's misunderstood with ADHD, dyslexic minds is like, there's so much in, it's so hard to get it out. So interestingly enough, the AI allowed me to almost relax my processing and humanize bits of the content that were not correct. And here's the thing, here's the thing to think about is that no matter how well the system learns, and I think this is a really interesting point about copywriting the hook content and writers generally, I think, I think you're like, you're a really good writer. I think AI is going to make a really good writer even better given time just a thought so the thinking in my head is that basically its writing was flawed the ai's writing was limited the ai's writing was vanilla it was a bit flat and some of it was just not correct but most of it was so my friends um there's probably if i probably never mentioned it before the brilliance of my brain uh, adhd dyslexic thinking brain neurodiverse phil which has taken a lifetime to come to terms with um, more recently come to terms with even more vividly than than i thought but the thing about it is is that in the world that we're stepping into now the spatial, the spatial thinking that neurodiverse brains has, has an advantage with this inbound AI technology, I think. Anyway, look, so um, if you're interested in the content that me and my friend have developed, and I use that word carefully, friend, because I feel like it's more of a friend to me than it is a threat to me, because I content that I know is in my mind I'd never be able to create it without the use of AI it would just never have happened and just keep that in mind think about that briefly there are so many people in the world that are full of information but don't have the tools to extract the information to give it to normal thinking people let's say and AI gifted me that 
it gave me an opportunity to pour out my understanding, pour out my insights, pour out my thinking without question. And the other thing that was quite interesting is it could work as fast as I wanted it to work. It could work at stealth pace, but it couldn't even work fast enough. I found myself asking questions after questions after questions, and it couldn't even write as fast as I was wanting it to write, which in itself I found quite interesting because is the processing of the content intentional or is the machine thinking that fast? Because look, at the end of the day, if it's thinking that slow, it's nowhere near fast enough. It will speed up, I guess. But the human brain is so much more complex and so much more intelligent and so much more advanced than any machine learning, I reckon. But it may be proven wrong. Anyway, look, it's it's been an interesting 24 hours, really. Um, it really has been. There's a new section on the website, allgardening.co.uk. Look under lawn care. You'll see it in there, 30 pages of content that's been written and curated with me and an AI writing system and edited, most importantly, by me to make sure it's correct and factual and on point. I could probably have been a bit harder on the editing, but actually I just want to see what's going to happen next. Because this idea is all part of a bigger thinking tactic that I may share with you another day. Anyway, look, it's fascinating. And the biggest summary I can say is that, hey, for once, I've been able to do something I've never done in my years, which is produce written content that means a lot to me that I would never have been able to do without the help of AI. But equally so, it would never have been able to think correctly without my contribution of thinking. So that's all good, eh? Anyway, look, thanks for listening. Um, hopefully you found the podcast interesting. Wherever you found it, if you've got some questions or observations or thoughts, please leave them in the comments. And if you Take care. Ta-da. Bye.